My name is Jeremy Quintanilla. You are listening to Age of Jeremy. I'm an entrepreneur and I'm the co-founder of Age of Radio and 3T Fitness and well, other businesses that I am working on. This podcast is about everything that I learn and the trials and tribulations it took to learn them. I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Age of Jeremy. I'm so happy you are with us again today. This is being recorded on Tuesday. February 9th, and you should be listening to it on February 10th. If you are new to the show, this is a show about my businesses, my life, and all the things that I am doing to build generational wealth and to create a successful family enterprise mixed with some personal investments and finance and some news. It's kind of a business podcast, usually. Um, we kick this off with some news and some updates in the world, but we're going to not do that. But before I get into what I want to talk about, I want to let you know that you should follow me on Instagram at age of Jeremy. Go ahead and follow me on TikTok at age of Jeremy. Follow me on Twitter at age of Jeremy Q. Make sure you check out the amazing coach JV underscore on TikTok and Kevin anytime on TikTok. They are just changing the world with health and fitness. We have a fitness center here in Mesa, Arizona, where we take people through high-intensity training um, to burn fat. We teach them about fasting. We teach them about health. We have a a vertical uh, garden um, that we offer to our clients as well that's in the lobby to get some amazing, amazing vegetables there as well. And we've recently dived into the uh, water filtration or water um, I guess uh, the best way that I can put it is water that will change your life. Kevin has been doing a lot of research about water, and we came across the water priestess here in Arizona. And John and Kevin went to one of their seminars with Zen Life Dan, and uh, the water that they drank through this filtration system was amazing. I haven't had it yet, but you can learn more about it by going to 3tfitness.com or 3T Warrior Academy. And uh, you can follow John and Kevin, Coach JV underscore on TikTok. Follow us on our YouTube channel, 3T Warriors Academy, and follow Kevin on TikTok at Kevin anytime. Um, and if you aren't here locally in Arizona, you can join our Warrior Academy where Kevin and John do a workout with you every day. We have motivational um, um, building activities um, to help you transform your life. And Kevin also, I'm sorry, and um, John and Kevin also talk about cryptocurrency. John specifically shows you exactly what's in his portfolio. We're not financial advisors. We just show you what we're doing to build generational wealth. And in this instance, John specifically doing that. This is where you can find out what I'm doing here. Um, but if you want to be a part of the 3T Warrior Academy, head on over to 3TWarriorAcademy.com and check it out, or 3TFitness.com, and you can get it through there. And uh, essentially, it's uh, it's life-changing. It's changing my life. You know, I came along on this journey with John to just help him find his passion, which he was good at banking. He was my boss in the banking world, but... He had such a stronger passion for helping change people's lives, and I wanted to do that with him, so I did it for free for a really long time in exchange for um, owning some of the business with him, 
And then we found investors. We got our 3T Fitness uh, Center. We bought out our investors. We moved into the online space and we're continuing to grow. And we've just been patient. Um, It blew up during um, the coronavirus or the pandemic last year because we just had a move to the online uh, space. And we were also able to, I guess, kind of move. um, We're very fortunate to have great people around us um, from the marketing group that we hired that's just really taking this to the next level. And during all of that, I just decided to start a radio because I've always had a passion for media and news and podcasting seemed to be the best place to start with that. Um, And I just wanted to be able to make it free for people because I want it to be easy for people to share their voice. And we offer that to people and hopefully we can help them earn some revenue. And then from there, it just kind of took off. And now we're working on changing, um, adding to Age of Radio and making it more of an enterprise and offering, well, more of an enterprise. Enterprise has always been a part of my world. And I'll explain that in a minute. But uh, I just kind of wanted to talk about 3T Fitness. I don't, I don't feel I talk about it enough. Um, and and um, that's mainly because uh, I don't put in the energy that I need to, not the energy. I guess I uh, go up and down a bit on working out just because I have so much stuff going on. And so I don't like, I didn't feel comfortable talking about it for a while because I had my, um, hypothyroid disorder that was causing me to gain a ridiculous amount of weight. And I thought it was because I was, you know, not working out as much, even though I was working out, you know, five or six days a week, just none of the weight was coming off. Some, a lot of that has to do with the hypothyroidism. Some of it has to do with, you know, me not watching my diet and I enjoyed fasting. So I would fast for, you know, 18 hours every day for a week or two and then feel really good. And then, you know, just kind of go up and down with everybody else. Health is, um, the eating portion of health has never been important to me. <laughs> the exercise is fun to me, and that's why I enjoy doing it. Um, but since I got on the hypothyroid medicine, you know, my uh, weight has gone down, my puffiness has gone down, um, and now I have a, uh, a dietitian that I have, and then I, I follow John for the fasting practices and the meditation stuff um, that he does, and mo- hopefully moving more towards away from meat. Um, also, too, finding out that I possibly have like a gluten sensitivity. I don't know. I don't hardly ever go to the doctor, so that's probably why all this stuff is just happening. <laughs> because because I really didn't like the way that I was feeling. So I made an effort to make a change. And so, uh, so which is kind of going to go into a little bit about what I wanted to talk about. So, because I don't talk enough about, you know, sometimes I'll talk on here about politics. Sometimes I'll talk about here on my beliefs in communism and on the economic system that we have here. And sometimes I'll talk about, uh, but the, sometimes I'll talk about, you know, where I want to see the world going, but I never talk about like how I got to where I was at. And because there's just so much going on, you know, I just kind of want to reiterate that I do a lot of stuff. So I have my full 40 to 50 hour career job. I depend last year until Kevin came on board and John kind of got a a regular consistency footing with the online piece. I backed off on trying to 
push us um uh push us to do more just kind of kind of build this pace and build the tiktok and take our time to grow our uh, to to grow the social media and the growth piece of it which um and then just to kind of keep us on pace with the finances and everything like that and so i didn't i used to do like 20 30 hours sometimes of 3t fitness during the week and then another 10 or 20 hours of age of radio and then my 40 to 50 hours at the bank and so now I'm trying to get a more, a more, uh, get back into the three T fitness piece to kind of now put help push the company to the next level. But essentially, my main, my main purpose within three T fitness is the operational piece and the efficiency piece and the getting mitigating some of the waste, managing the money and things like that, and making sure that we're growing and investing the company right and everything like that. And now it's to the point where eventually I'll probably have to step away, maybe possibly from the bank in the next couple of years. I would prefer not to take that money out of the company for myself right now because I'm fine doing the finance piece of it and managing the operations pieces virtually and occasionally going in. Uh, but uh, it's just at some point, it's not going to be doable to grow the company's way that I want to grow them, especially to age of radio. And so age of radio only being a 10 or 20 hour a week, and sometimes an eight hour week, depending on what's going on, or 15 hour a week, depending on what's going on, it, it tends to be growing at a decent pace. If I had the full time, I probably could have grew out a lot. So it tripled its revenue in 2018, I'm sorry, from 2019 to 2020, it tripled its revenue from 2018 to 2019. And my goal is to at least double the revenue this year, trip or get close to tripling the revenue again this year, and then and then um, getting it to a certain revenue dollar amount the following year. But now it's it's getting easier because I'm able to bring on more people, and so that so. So there's just so much going on because I'm putting so much into your radio right now, training Ruthie on some of the stuff that I need to do. I have some family members that want to get involved with the company. And again, I want to build this as a family company. I want to spend more time with 3T. And then there's two other businesses that I want to do um, with under the October Revolution Corporation umbrella. And then there's some other stuff that I'd like to do with John and Kevin. And so now we're getting to this place where this isn't going to be 100% doable, but it brings me to what I want to talk about today. And I want to talk about the things that I did to get to where I'm at and to be successful. And before I do that, I don't want to, to make it seem like I am, you know, a billionaire or a multimillionaire or, uh, uh, or, or present myself the way that a lot of these these. Um, gurus do um, that talk or put out videos uh, that say this is how you can make money by flipping real estate or you can make money by buying my course and that's how I made my money. I don't like that. I like more of how Gary Vay talks about it, how he built VaynerMedia, how he had the wine company, how he did the YouTube channel, and now he kind of talks and does all this other stuff. I'm fine with that. That's more of my speed. But but I did want to talk about what made me successful and the number one thing, and it, it has like some basic things that other people say make them successful, but you know, I don't, I have kind of a different mindset of it because, and then I'll go into them. But the reason why my mindset's different is because I don't really start anything to make money. The biggest mistake that the, the biggest and smartest things that I've ever did in my life was go to college. And the, the, the worst decision that I made was to get a degree in finance because 
not because it's bad. Um, there's a lot of good information in it, but I feel, but again, anybody can learn anything, but I would have done something different. The smartest decision I made was get an MBA. A lot of people are anti MBA. I think MBAs are great because they're just the finance and business portion of running a business that will make you stronger in running your business. And that's why they're super important. I could have got the same information that I got doing my MBA than I got with doing my finance. Maybe not as much of the corporate finance piece of it. Um, Maybe not as much of the derivatives piece of it. So, I mean, there are benefits to that. So, I don't want to say that the whole thing was a waste. But if I had done the MBA and I got excited about that finance piece, I could have probably learned about the derivatives piece. The the better thing to have done was to dual double major. I double majored in accounting and finance because I thought that I was going to want to become an accountant. And I thought that I was going to go on to become a CFO, which technically I am a CFO now, but of my own company. But when I was growing up, the main things that I wanted to be were an engineer and a psychologist. Um, and those were the main things and, or a musician, a music, uh, a music teacher, not a music teacher, get a degree in music and be a music teacher, like at the, the university or, you know, community college. There was a lot of things that I wanted to do because I didn't really know what I was doing or what I wanted to do. And that's the reason why I ended up on finance because money made the most sense. Um, and, and on accounting. So the MBA, I think, is fantastic. The accounting degree is only beneficial if you go into accounting, in my opinion, um, which to an extent I kind of did. And then the finance piece of it was only beneficial as far as I'm concerned as the, the portfolio analysis and the um, the uh, 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 the portfolio analysis and the understanding of the uh, uh, the derivatives market. Now, that being said, that being said, those are the best and worst decisions of my life. Like I said, getting the bachelor's degrees and what I got them in and then getting the master's degree. So the point that I, the, the, the thing that I think that makes someone successful is across the, the number one thing is a cross between doing what you love and learning how to run a business. Because if you have your own business, and I know not everybody can be a, have their own business, but they might. everybody might be able to have their own side hustle or sell something and makes extra money that they want. So I really strongly recommend that every single person gets some type of degree in uh, business administration, whether it's a bachelor's in business administration or bite the bullet and get a, a master's in business administration. You learn so much about running the actual business that it does help. And if you don't do that, just to, to, to lighten that load or just go take classes that teach you about the financial statements, teach you about portfolio analysis for investing, and then also teach you about traditional bookkeeping with accounting. If that's the minimum that you do along with whatever your bachelor's is in, that will be good enough for you to be a very strong business owner and be a head up on most of the other business owners. That's the number one thing that I would recommend. And then get your bachelor's in the thing that you love because you can take the thing that you love and learn how to turn it into a business and work for yourself. That's the number one thing that has made me successful, in my opinion, is getting my master's degree and then choosing to take that business acumen and focus on the thing that I love, which is like audio, which to some extent is is finance because I enjoy it so much, or investing, or to the health and wellness industry, or um, 
to marketing, which I enjoy, or the graphic design and the computer, the computer, uh, the technology and the computer programming and everything. So, like, look at your life and find out what it is you enjoy. And the reason why I say go get that degree in it is because you get a better understanding of, A, the educational piece of what it is that you do, and you learn a lot of good processes that go along with what you want to, what it is that you're doing. So, like, I'll use Ariana, for example. Ariana, I keep teaching her to be her own boss, to have her own business, to run our business, to be part of the family business, but she has to get a bachelor's. She has to get her bachelor's degree, and she wants it to be in drawing, and I 100% support that because we can take the skill set, we can take what we know as a family about running businesses, and then we can extrapolate the business piece of it and apply it to making our own comic book, making our own published company, making our own graphic design company. And those are the things that we think about what we need to think about when we're thinking about family enterprise is where's the skill set of the children that are coming up? What are the things that they enjoy? How can we take that and turn it into a business? And the only way that we know how to do that is by having that business administration degree or that master's in business administration, which if, you know, Ariana and, and Ariana's kid, and if she doesn't want to. She doesn't have to. I'm not going to make her do anything she doesn't want to, but let's say she does get involved with this. I wouldn't like her to get a master's in business administration because it gives her better acumen about running the actual the operational piece of the business. So I, I really encourage you to think about that within your life and what it is that you want to do. Or Joey, Joey uh, Galvez, who's our senior uh, podcast development officer and who I would love to see head over the podcasting arm of Age of Radio, maybe even more in the future, is that he's focusing on getting a web, mass, a web developer degree right now. He's really focusing on growing his podcast. We're starting the Geek Collective uh, side brand of Age of Radio, the Age of Radio will own along with him. And so, so he's taking... He's taking taking what he needs to know and what's going to give him a better skill set and then applying it to the thing that he loves, which is podcasting. You can also do that as well. So I would just encourage you that that's the number one thing that you can do is get an education in what it is that you enjoy doing and also to sub, sub uh, uh, I guess, sub uh, put that together with doing a, um, a master's in business administration. Okay, so the second thing that I would have to say is patience is the virtue of virtues, in my opinion. Um, I was impatient most of my life. It was only until I got really deep into meditation and deep into Buddhism-style meditation um, that I really learned about patience. Uh, Not only in the sense that patience, like, like just being present and and being comfortable with wherever you're at patience or being okay with like a long line um, or being patient like at uh, not getting the the promotion that you want at work, which, you know, that could be you getting taken advantage of. But let's just say it's not because you're being impatient and learning the skills and getting to where you need to be to grow within your company. That And that patience also helps you stay in line. Right. So if you do decide not to have your own business and you're going to work for someone and you're going to work for someone forever or work at that same company and grow within that company, you have to be patient. And so I think that that I think that if you want to develop patience, there are a few things that are super, super beneficial. Um, the, the number one thing is meditation. And then the number two thing is learning how to read. I had an English professor once tell me that if you can learn how to read, and not to the extent like learning physically how to read, put the words together through the letters or whatever, or grammar, but like 
being able to sit and read for long periods of time. So they go hand in hand. So that's how I kind of developed my patients. So like I would pick like Les Miserables. I would pick um, um, uh, Anna uh, Karenina. Uh, I would pick um, just the, the, what's, there's a, uh, uh, on the shoulders of giants, um, Napoleon, I would pick these larger books or even large religious texts like Shinran texts from Jodo Shinshu Buddhism. And I would sit and I would force myself to read them for long periods of time because there's a point during that reading cycle where you get antsy, especially me. And this may not be you. Maybe you don't have this problem. So you might want to do it with something else. But for me, I get antsy after maybe an hour, hour and a half. And then I would work on doing that for like three or four hours. And then I would go back and try to do that for five hours or six hours up until I could get it where I could sit and read and study for, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 hours in a sitting. And once you can do that, that helps with your patience piece of it. Um, and then it also helps with your meditation. And there's lots of different forms of meditation. Um, there's meditation when it comes to just sitting counting your breath like Zen uh, Buddhists do. Um, there's visualization meditation. There's um, uh, there's meditation where you let the thoughts come in and then you let them go out um, while you're thinking about them. And But either way, you sit and you set timers where you sit for an hour and then you get up and then you sit for two, another hour you get up. And then when you come back to it, you sit for two hours until you can get these into these long portions of where you're just sitting and sitting and thinking and then slowly letting those thoughts disappear or letting the thoughts come in and letting them go out. And the reason why this type of patience is important in building a business is because you, if you want it too fast, it will not happen. It, when you think about like the people that are building their businesses, you have stories where like they were just about to give up and then they they get the money that they need and then the sales start coming in and then they you know grow into these millionaires and billionaires or whatever. And there's so many times that and again it's a lot it was a lot different. Getting 3T fitness to where today is a lot different for John than it was to me. The only skin I had in my game was my work skin. <laughs> like the only skin that I had in it was a little bit of money and then and then just work. Right. So like I would force myself to work these ridiculously long hours, get up and go back to work where John was working 24 hours, didn't have any money, used his savings, all of this other stuff to get this company going. So it's a lot different for John. So when John wanted to say, thought about, you know, quitting or whatever, and I would tell him, no, we just need to keep going. You need to be patient. You need to keep going. It will get there. It will start coming. It will do this. We, I know that this will work because we have a plan in place. This is a plan. This is what's going to happen. This is what we need to do. And hey, just would work. And then he would come up with an idea. And I'd say, that's a great idea. Let's do it or whatever the case is, because he's really, he's really creative when it comes to like ways in which what people want now they make you know the, the things that people would want that people would pay for he's really smart with that and so like or really creative with that and so when i so for me it wasn't the same because if, if it all shut down i was fine i was still the same that's why my ownership is smaller because he has all of he has the majority of that risk by you know getting rid of his savings you know going through you know his uh um his uh marital uh problems that he has had um and things like that where you know I had some marital problems not necessarily due to the business but like 
it, it wasn't the same. Like if it, if it didn't happen, it would be fine for me. So for me to say that it was okay, but the difference is that I knew that if he could stick it out and be patient, then the money would start coming in because it wasn't that what he was trying to do wasn't going to work. It was just, you always have to have time and you always have to have this cash. And if you have those two things, time and cash, then you then you can get it in shorter periods of time. The less time you have and the less cash you have, the longer it takes. In, this, in the instance of, say, Age of Radio, or like with Age of Radio, I've been doing this for, you know, uh, with, with the model that I have now since 2019. So for two years, and we've only made enough money, we're now just starting to turn a profit, and it's a very small profit with very, you know, I, I guess like a second part-time job type of revenue thing, or maybe a, a three-fourths time job revenue, where it will be... Uh, it will be a large company size revenue here within the next couple of years and it'll just keep going. But that's now it's, I'm going to say, well, you know, how did you get your company going? Well, it took me like nine years because I'm only putting like 10 or 20 hours a week into it. Right. And so, and, and I'm only putting this much money into it. So the more money and time you have, the quicker you can get it going. If you have a good strategy and a good plan, the less time and money you have, the more patient you need to be. And if you're even patient with that longer piece of it and you're planning and you're patient, you will get there. And that's the thing that people stop. They're always, they are always impatient. One of the things that happens a lot with podcasts, you know, my podcast heart, my podcast goes so ridiculously up and down with who's listening to it. I'm like, whatever. I just do it because I know that it's helping at least one person. And eventually it'll start getting more and more people because we'll, we'll keep testing things and trying things and it'll hit a right spot. And then people will start listening to it and then they'll sharing it and there's marketing going on and all this other stuff. But a lot of people, they think that they're going to have, they have, they think that they, because they have a great idea in their head that other people are going to think that their idea is great. Just because you think an idea is great does not mean that other people think the idea is great. The only thing that matters is if the other people think the idea is great. And if your goal is to reach this audience, you need to find out what they think is great and then match what they think is great and what they want. And so, so a lot of podcasters, when they're coming to this, they're like, oh, well, you know, we gave it a year. I used to have podcasts that have been doing this for five or six years before they even took off. Joe Rogan was doing his, and I bring this up a lot. Now, again, you're, you may or may not get to a hundred million dollar payout like Spotify, but John, Joe Rogan started his podcast in 2008 or something like that. 2009 took him, you know, 11 years to get it where it's at today. So if you think that three or four years is as far as you're going to go, you need to go longer and you need to think about how you can make it better. It can't always, you need to, you can't always just keep the same model because you like it. You have to change the model, what people want and what people are reacting to. Okay. So the first thing is get a good education, get an MBA. This is what made me successful. Again, I'm just sharing you with it. What's, what's made me successful. And that is getting an education Okay. Um, I, I, I feel that if you have a bachelor's and you have an MBA, you'll be successful as long as you have these other things, right? Um, the MBA, especially if you have your own business. Number two is patience. Number three is you have to get good at this planning and structuring your day. So I block out time essentially throughout my week from in, in the prior week. So for instance, like on Saturday evenings, I'll plan out for the following week. And I block out segments of my day and I do this with the bank, which is why I always feel that I'm not overworked or overloaded like a lot of people are. And I'm able to take on a lot more stuff. It's helped me manage all this stuff. Like for, as soon as I get off of the bank, 
I get this podcast ready to record. I'm trying to get into the habit of doing some prep work on the weekends for this podcast. But for right now, my main goal is to stay consistent with it and make it more of this finance show, helping people with business and helping people with their personal finance and investments and financial literacy and things like that, right? Because now I'm testing this to see how it works. And I believe that this is going to be the better way to go with this specific show and this type of show. And then also to trickle in the stuff that I'm doing to build the business. And so what I'm personally doing to build the business like this podcast. So, or I guess in this podcast, what made me successful as I built the business. So I have a couple of things that I use. I use Outlook a lot, uh, mainly because Outlook has the ability for tasks. Um, So I task certain things in Outlook if I want them to trail. So like, for instance, you should always have like a bunch of stuff you want to, if you want to think clearly and think strategically, you have to empty your head of all of the shit. Okay. And so one of the ways to empty all of the shit inside of your head is to have a, like a running list of stuff that you might want to get to and then stuff that you need to get to. Right. So like, for instance, I want to, I'm just going to use this. Okay. So I, I really enjoy biology and something that I've been interested in. And this is more of a personal thing. So let me think about a business. Okay. So let's, let's take this to a business thing. So one of the big initiatives that I want to do with age of radio is to build a power, a dashboard, right? Cause it, it's going to allow me to do a couple of things. One, it's going to allow me to see how we're we're doing with our Facebook analytics. It's going to allow me to see how we're doing with our Instagram analytics. It's also going to be allowing me to look where the revenue's at. It's going to be integrated with how where our show count is at. It's going to be integrated to what our downloads are at. And then it'll figure out where our downloads per episode are at or, or downloads per show are at on average. It'll it'll pull in the pipeline from the podcast development officers so we can track how their revenue growth is coming from the podcast, from the pipeline that's coming in. So the the dashboard's a really big thing. That would be something that has to get done. Okay. And so, so like, for instance, last year I said, this is something that I want to do in quarter three. I slowly started working on it. A lot of things changed in quarter three with us uh, bringing in Ariana or quarter four, not quarter three, sorry, quarter, quarter four, bringing on Ariana. Okay, so I took a back burner on some of that stuff. Was figuring a lot of stuff out with Danielle. We were trying to figure out how we were going to move a lot of the business forward, how we were going to integrate, um, uh, how some personal stuff that we needed to work out, um, stuff dealing with Ariana, things like that. So it didn't make sense. So, but that was something that was for quarter four. It got pushed back to something that needs to get done. Now that we're in quarter one, that is full front and center as quarter one. Okay. Um, and so we're in February now. So hopefully this will have something started by March with the way and speed at which some of these things work and how we're growing so fast. So now that being said, that's an internal dashboard, not a external dashboard. So, so that would be an example of the way that we move things to the different timeline to the different quarters that are coming. Okay. So since I know that I want to do that in quarter three, I would set time on my, or quarter one of this year, I would set time on my planner that this needs to get done. Okay. But prior to that, it might've just been sitting in my tasks and outlook. Okay. Another option of something that maybe you just want to do like, um, like, uh, okay, for instance, with 3T Fitness, I want to start doing a quarter with Kevin and John where we go to either Sedona for a week or we go to, you know, uh, a fancy restaurant once uh, a quarter. Um, did I say once a week in Sedona? <laughs> once a quarter Sedona where we just think and we plan and we strategize and it's kind of like a mastermind type of thing. 
that is something that's not on my need to do soon list. It's on my back burner list. And so then what I do or to get out of my mind list, because it's something I think about and I don't want it to sit there all the time. Right. Or like I need to string classical. I need to string my classical guitar. It does, it's missing a string. It hasn't been restringed in a while. I don't really need to do this, but I don't want to be constantly thinking about it. So I put it on my, you know, um, you to do in the future list. Okay. Or brain dump is what we sometimes call it. Okay. So, so, so then if it's in the brain dump list, it's in my outlook tasks. If it's in my, I need to do, but I don't have time. It's not on my calendar right now. It's in my tasks in outlook. When I move them to out, out of outlook, I usually put them into my planner. But if I'm working on a project on top of that, where other people are involved, I use Microsoft planner. So I use outlook, I use planner and I use, um, uh, Outlook planner and then my Franklin Covey, uh, just paper planner. I'm a big paper planner still. Okay. So you have to get in the mindset of organizing your day, knowing what's happening the following day. And some of the best ways to do that is block out time. Like if you know that the best time to call people is say, you know, 11 to 12 for what you're trying to sell for your business, you would block out time every day that at 11, this is going to happen. And if this is the most important thing that needs to be done, that's the most important thing that needs to happen. And if for some reason this stuff doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You block out that time for the stuff that you know you got to get done that day because there's always going to be other shit that's coming in that 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 takes it away. And I've been doing this model since I was in college. I've been doing this model since I started my banking career. Been doing this model since I started uh, October Revolution Corporation, a candy company that never got off the ground that will eventually. And then a um, and then Age of Radio and then 3T Fitness or JV Impacts and then 3T Fitness. So you have to one get a good education, strongly believe in that or have somebody that has an MBA. I'm a big, not so much that you need it to get wealthy. I, I just, the, the education thing is a hard thing to explain because we have so many people out there saying that you don't need education, but I feel that if you're going to be a stronger business owner, you have to have some type of a business administration piece along with having that degree or that skill set thing that something that you love. Like if, if for right now, like let's just say for right now, I went back in time, I would probably do a cross between electrical engineering software development and my MBA. Like those would be the main things that I would do, do because those are the things that I am very adamant about are going to be the most beneficial skill sets to have into the future, right? Where when I went to college, I didn't give it much thought. And I was like, what's going to make me the most money? Finance degree is going to make me the most money. I'm going to go do that and become an investment douchebag. Now that was interesting. And it does make me even more powerful as I learn more about software development um, and electrical engineering, but more with the software development, we can implement our own financial software because I have a strong understanding of finance. So it's not like it's stupid. I just would have done a different thing. Um, and sometimes that changes, you know, I think about that, but the, the one thing that I, I stress, stress, stress is no matter what you're doing, get some type of business administration understanding under your belt because it will make you much stronger. Um, okay. So that's the first thing. Second thing is patience. And the third thing that's helped made me been super beneficial is planning. And the fourth thing that has made me super, super, super successful is fortitude. Fortitude would probably be the most important thing. Now, fortitude can come in lots of ways, but fortitude, it's, it's a little bit different than patience because it has like you, when you want to stop, you just overcome it and do it. Right. Like there's lots of times that I wish that 
So I'm going to be honest, I was super exhausted this week and I knew I wanted to do this podcast, but my main passion and goal is to have, I don't, you know, even if it's just gets me to, you know, a thousand listeners this year, right? A thousand downloads an episode or 400 downloads an episode, whatever. I want to make sure that I get one episode out every week. That's my goal. That's super important to me. That consistent piece is important to me. I'll be honest. I did not want to, like, I wanted to talk about this stuff because this stuff intrigues me, but I'm just exhausted. You know, we have the statements that still need to go finish going out. I have to do women starting over podcast after this. I have to do the JV impacts podcast after this because it didn't get into freaking Dropbox for some reason. So that has to get ready for tomorrow. So I still have quite a bit to do. I'm learning how to do Java. So I need to get caught up on some of that reading. It's 530 right now. By the time all of this is done and this is edited and pushed out, we'll call it 630. I can probably get all of that stuff done. Study programming for an hour or no, do statements for about an hour-ish, then do programming for about two hours. And what are we at? 30, 30. Then I'll probably play like 30 minutes of Call of Duty maybe, or I'll just go to bed because I'm really focused on getting more bed rest. And so when we think about that, that's the fortitude piece was doing that thing that you didn't want to do because you know that the the benefit of it later is is worth it. So like when like I won't see this for a while, right? And so when I see like when I see when I see that I have like 500 downloads on an episode that is going to be in December of this year or something like that, a whole year away. And be like, man, I'm really glad that I did that podcast, you know, that one day in February at five or four 30, when I really wanted to stop because I was just exhausted and I would have rather just chilled for a little bit or started working on some other stuff so I could, you know, play, you know, more games like fortitude is the most, one of the most important things that could possibly be number one, doing the things that you don't want to do. I'm going to be honest, school is really hard. Um, I'm not, people think that I'm really smart. I'm not this, that's, I'm good at math and I'm good at logic. Um, I'm not really good with putting words together. I just say stuff a lot of the time. Um, so, I mean, there were some stuff that I struggled in, like I had a good GPA, but I would work my butt off in college. Like it's not, it's not an easy, easy, easy thing. Like my friend Arvisu, he would never study and he would do tests and he would do really good. He's really smart. Right. And so like, I'm not, I'm smart in a different way. Like I'm really good at building stuff. And so, and when I mean building stuff like building companies or building processes or, or programs or things like that and good at selling to people because I am charismatic and I can talk to them and I can explain to them why this would benefit them because I'm good with processes and planning. And so like, so like, but there were some things that I really struggle, struggle with college and, um, uh, that's just how it is. It's hard. And you, the fortitude can get built there as well, because I'm not going to want to program at nine at six 30, ish tonight when I'm going to probably need to fix dinner somewhere in there and eat. And so, so when that time comes that I have to do it, when I have the age of radio app in a year or a year and a half or whenever it's done, cause it will get done. It's going, I'm going to say that that was worth it. Right that delayed gratification was really, really worth it. Super worth it. And those are the things that drive me. And those should be the things that drive you, but you cannot do that without fortitude. Super important. And the final tip, cause I'm only going to do five 
Uh, the fifth tip is visualization. A lot of people make fun of things like the secret. Um, it's a, I, I, I'll be honest. I'm not a fan of the secret. I'm a fan of the idea, the actual book itself and the way that it got presented, not really a fan of, um, but the concept of visualization, super big fan of, um, visualization is important for lots of reasons. One, um, it helps us connect to deity. So a lot of the times when we're doing, um, when we're meditating or we're worshiping or we're invoking a deity or invoking a bodhisattva or invoking a Buddha, you you meditate on that Buddha as you do their mantra to invoke them, right? And so, and so visualization is super important in religion because that's one of the best ways that we can connect with the other realms or the other dimensions or with the Buddhas or the bodhisattvas or if you're God, with God. Um, and so visualization is really important. Um, and, and the other reason why visualization is important is because sometimes when you meditate or when I meditate, I like to think about where I want things to go because when I can visualize where I want them to go, it's easier to kind of grasp on how I'm actually going to get there. Right. So, so like if I sit and I close my eyes right now and I think of the age of radio app, because that's the main thing that I'm going to build this year and it's going to destroy Spotify somehow. Um, when I think of the age of radio app. Not that I have anything against Spotify. I just like competition. Um, so when I meet the age of radio, or when I make the age of radio app, you know, I'm thinking about what the layout looks like. Like my eyes are closed right now, so I'm thinking about what the layout looks like. Okay, what does that what does that look like? How are people interacting with that? That um, how are they going to the shows? What you know is it new and noteworthy at the top? I'm, I'm kind of messing with this idea of putting the worst rated podcast on there as well at the top. So these two rows for the best podcast, the worst podcast. And then do those go across? Does it open up into like a pop-up and they can scroll up and down on it, right? So I can see these things, right? And I can visualize it. And it helps you like put into reality what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And then I can look at the back end of it. Okay, so it has to be on Android uh, Studio. I'm looking at Android Studio or Development Studio. Um, Okay, because what's going to be for Android at first. So we're, okay, what does that look like? From the Android perspective, you can sit and just do it, do that for a long, long time. Um, and it helps you really plan out what it is that you're trying to do. Now, a lot of people, like they do in the secret, they just think of things like, you know, the big house that they're gonna have and all of this other stuff. That's cool too. That's fun. Like I really want to ranch because I really like animals. I like picturing my multiple tortoises. I like picturing, you know, um, my house up in um, Flagstaff in Sedona because those are things that I want. I picture myself as the treasurer of the, the Arizona treasury. And so later on in life. And so like y- you want to be able to visualize that stuff, not just so you can see all the cool stuff that you can have, but just so you can see how you're going to get there. And it, it paints a much better picture um, and helps you realize how you're going to get there. And that's what I did when I built the, uh, when I built the, the uh, business plan that we gave to uh, Aaron and Curtis, uh, the investors that invested with us in the the uh, prior that we were able to, per- to to buy the equity back, and so like when when I think about that, I just picture what it is that I want it to look like, 
And the funny thing is, it's never really super about money. Like I picture money when I need money to make the thing happen. Like right now I want to get probably another $20,000, $30,000 so I can build a studio for Age of Radio or have the Age of Radio offices or whatever. And it'll either come in a loan or it'll come through, you know, hopefully cash coming into Age of Radio so we can get to that point. I picture what it'll look like to rebuild downtown Glendale. So like it, it helps you visualize the goals that you're trying to accomplish. And it also helps you think about the things that could happen, which is very important if you're playing like games like chess or you're playing games like Go or you're playing Call of Duty, whatever it is where you have an opponent, you can picture like if you do this, this is what this person's going to do. So anytime that you're in competition, you can also utilize visualization. And if you're a business, you should think about being in competition with everybody, not in like a mean way, like I'm going to completely destroy those people where they don't have any good benefit. But like, it's fun to be like, okay, cool. Well, like, okay, Spotify is coming to market with I'm using Spotify example because Age Radio, but like if Spotify's market coming to this, okay, is this something that Age Radio wants to get in? How do I build the resources? How can I build those resources at the lowest cost by me putting in the work so I can get to market and we can sell this to other people? If it makes revenue, it makes revenue. It will probably make revenue. The revenue will be built into the plan of it and it will probably work because we're building it into the plan. But at the end of the day, that stuff is fun. And that's the thing that you need to think about when you're a business owner and when you're wanting to be successful. Don't make it about money. Which if I had to give a sixth sixth thing that's helped make me successful is I just, I don't do it for money anymore. Because if I made a decision based on money by getting my finance degree and I wish that I would have done something that I truly, truly loved or like, you know, software or uh, um, electrical engineering or engineering of some type um, or even becoming a uh, doctor of music um and then opening my own music school, right? Like business has to be a part of it. But like, I think that there would have, something would have given me much more joy. And so based after that, and I just decided I wasn't going to make any more decisions based off of slowly money. Um, and, and that has helped me just be successful tremendously because now the goal is to change the world, right? Not to get the money. It's to change the world and the money will come with it. So. All right. Thank you so much for listening, uh, listening to this today. Um, uh, next week we will be back. Um, we will have some news and some updates. I've been listening to some podcasts. I've listened to Aubrey Marcus's podcast. Um, I've been listening to my family office exchange podcast. I've listening to some, po- uh, some gab fest podcast. Um, you know, make sure that you, you know, subscribe to this uh, so you can get some good ideas for podcasts, get good ideas for business. And then also to make sure you head on over to ageofradio.org forward slash shows and see all the amazing shows that we have. Mysterious Circumstances. Tokyo Ish is blowing up with Tatiana, I believe her first name is. Um, we also have The Geek Collective, uh, Two Scout Geeks. Uh, we have House of Indie on there. Another podcast is blowing up is Texas History Lessons because everybody loves Texas that lives in Texas or is from Texas. So there's all kinds of stuff. So make sure that you head on over there. Enjoy. And we'll see you next week or talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Age of Jeremy. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. If you can do me a favor, please rate this podcast if your podcatcher allows you to. Talk to you soon.